Good evening, Fabcasters. This is our bar with the Sunday night podcast reflections. You know, this is my prayer journal. I want to gather my thoughts while they're fresh just to share it and to bless people. So today at church, I heard the best sermon I've, I've heard to date uh, being, being at that church. And it was just one of those days where um, I had come to church just completely saying, Lord, I'm posturing my heart. I want to know. I want to hear your voice. I want to know your truth. And, uh, and I'm tired. And I love how God always meets me right where I'm at. And he did that today. And, and I knew he had done that because, because where, where I hear God's truth, I'm at peace. Even though it could be noisy, I'm at, I'm at peace. And I knew beginning the day that, that Sunday is a different day because it's a day where I'm typically um, under attack from the enemy. I mean, there will be all sorts of things that happen throughout the day, in the morning, particularly and at night, because well, the enemy wants me off. He, want, he wants me off guard. He wants me to not be focused or to be focused on the wrong things, which is the same thing. So Pastor um, opened up with, continued this series on, on Jesus talking to other people, conversations with Jesus, and today was John 8, which is possibly my favorite chapter in, in all of scripture because it talks about freedom. It talks about Jesus and the Son setting you free and you'll be free indeed. And it talks about how Jesus was in, in the midst of talking with these religious guys, these churchy guys, and um, he, he spoke to them and then some believed in him. And to the guys who believed in them, he says... Um, to be, He encourages them to be disciples, to know the truth, and then... And then they'll be set free in, in a progression like that. And so it's it's like this message for people who are already believers. He told them that they could be free, which is mind-blowing to me because I've always thought that anybody who believes in Jesus is already set free. But apparently that's not the case. Apparently they must... Um, be disciples. They must know the truth, and then knowing the truth, they'll be they'll be set free. So, um, Pastor Chris opened up by by saying, "What would you say if a kid said, um, I only do what my dad tells me to do? Would that be true freedom?'" And it, and it didn't sound like freedom. It sounded like some kid who just does whatever his dad says. And then <laughs> he took us to John, chapter five, verse nineteen, and. Pretty much, he didn't say this, but he said, surprise, that's Jesus who said that. Jesus is the son who says, I only do what my father says. And I knew that in the back of my mind, but to hear that again from up there uh, was was pretty amazing. Because at that point, I thought, wow, Jesus isn't even a leader. He doesn't even consider himself a leader because he only does what the father tells him to do. Complete dependence. And it was this... I know it's so it's so opposite of what we Americans think about freedom. We think about freedom as independence. We think about freedom as um, I'm liberated from listening to anybody. I'm I'm free from my parents. I'm free of debt. I'm free. It's it's a backwards notion in the kingdom of God. True freedom is this childlike dependence and doing only what what the Father says. 
So I just right off the bat I said, okay, you got my attention. This is this is wonderful. And then um, what what really got me is is this whole notion of true freedom. Now lately, and in even you know our pastor was was being critical of, of people in our own little um, denomination, if you will. He didn't use those words, but but. Um, in certain circles of, of like-minded churches, it's been this overemphasis, if you will, on on sin and killing sin and exposing sin. And this is me now. He's he's speaking directly to me because this is what my life has been consumed by lately. Is what's my sin? I'm going to expose my sin. I'm going to uproot things, and those are all good things. But idolatry is always subtle for me. It always if. If that's my focus and my eyes have actually shifted off of God, which was with the exhortation for today, it was this it was this light bulb that went on my head that said, Wow, wow, I, I've I've done that. I've been starting to do that where my attention and my focus, my preoccupation is more on my sin and exposing it and attacking it and finding it. And being on a manhunt for it, and then my eyes shifted off of God. So that was another point where I was telling myself, "Wow, I, I can't even believe that I've done that." Well, thank you, Lord. You're so gracious and you're so kind and you're so gentle with reminding me the, about these things. So, and then um, another thing that he talked about was, and I can't even remember it now. It's been it's been a few hours, um, but he talked about. People who have um, sort of replaced, well, th- th- their focus has been on doctrine. Doctrine, and I hardly hear that word used in sermons. So when you say the word doctrine or Bible doctrine, you catch my attention right o- right away because I worshipped Bible doctrine. We we used to to have this saying that the uh, the highest form of worship is the study of the Word and Bible doctrine and accumulating, and so. It sounded good at the time, but but to think what I was really doing, and I would laugh at people who would mention or emphasize the Holy Spirit because they were they were those people, and I didn't really want to be part of those people. And so Pastor Chris had mentioned this movement in the '90s where it just, quite frankly, it just got kind of it went overboard. I I believe, and um, he said that the emphasis wasn't to to really. Um, combat that with doctrine but and it wasn't to just throw out all of the gifts of the spirit or emphasis on the spirit but to but right use of the gifts of the spirit which i didn't expect that either because in in these circles i wouldn't expect a church like this to emphasize gifts of the spirit but then again this is god meeting me right where i'm at because he's been teaching me about the gifts of the spirit and how God has all these gifts of the Spirit, like like the gift of healing. And so I'm open to these things now because who has that gift? Well, God does, and that's all that matters to me. So so now I'm okay to, to receive um, prayers about physical healing. I'm okay to, to ask for those things, all the while knowing knowing that, that God's the healer and he'll heal when, when he wants to. And, and even in, in this life, if there's no complete healing for... Um, Let's say someone's cancer or, or any kind of uh, disease that they might have right now. Then the, I know we're waiting for resurrection bodies, anyways. 
But if we can taste a little bit of heaven is here on earth, um, then praise God. But if we don't get to, praise God. <laughs> so I love that. Um, and, and my thing that I, I send a message out to the church, I said, if you are one that worshiped Bible doctrine and you sort of forgot about the Holy Spirit or outright downplayed the ministry of the Holy Spirit, then we should probably have coffee because I'd love to share stories with you um, over a cup of coffee. And maybe that's where you're at right now. And I, I would love to, to share stories and see where your mind's at. Uh, because I've been there. And that's a sad time for me to look back and, and how did I eliminate the Holy Spirit? I mean, what's going on there? Like, how did I eliminate one of the most crucial um, weapons of spiritual warfare, prayer? How did I forget about that? But that doesn't matter right now because thank God he's, he's, he's grown me in this area. He's taught me more and I'm so grateful for it. And, and, and even joining a local church where I didn't expect um, gifts of the Spirit to be emphasized, to, to hear it, I mean, today was just amazing. Amazing, and, uh, and I love it. So, um, yeah, I'll just end with this prayer. Lord, I, I choose to have a mark, uh, a marked life, a life marked by pursuit of the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit that I might gain ground that way, focusing on God more than anything else, focusing on what the Spirit's doing in my life and in, in the lives around me. Um, I, I want my life to be marked by true freedom, which is childlike dependence, just like Jesus. And um, so, yeah, Fabcasters, thanks for listening to this little prayer journal. I, I hope and I pray that, that your life is marked by pursuit of God, that your focus is on Him. And at the same time, if you're... Um, like me and you want to expose sin and you want to target it and uh, uh, just so long as God stays the fo stays you know number one um, that he's the main focus so thanks for hearing, listening to me um, dump my heart out I love to share the gospel with you that's the good news of Jesus Christ I also like to share my life and uh, I have rough days and God's always there right, right there with me all right time to go to bed now talk to you later love you guys bye